Good day, it's Father Tom. Yesterday we talked about Jesus being the Good Shepherd. Oh yes, the Good Shepherd. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. We can hear the voice of the Lord in the Scriptures, but He also tells us uh, other ways that we can hear the Word of the Lord. This morning, uh, when I was doing the office, I got a word from God. If today you hear His voice, harden not your hearts. Oh yes, if today you hear His voice, harden not your hearts. We are looking at the 11th chapter of St. John. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. We remember that Jesus went to the house of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, and it was a place where he could go and relax. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. My Lord, Lazarus is ill. And what do you think that Mary and Martha are expecting? That Jesus would come and heal him before he dies. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus. Lord, he whom you love is ill. Do you know that that verse goes to you? He whom you love. You are he or she whom the Lord loves. Do you know that today? That is the reality. He whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though, Jesus loved Martha and her sister Mary and Lazarus. They were his friends. They were his friends. After having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to Jesus, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you, and are you going there again? Remember, he said, before Abraham was, I am. He was using the name of God, that he was God, and they picked up stones to throw at him, but he hid himself. Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of daylight? So this happened in the spring when there is 12 hours of daylight throughout the country, in our country too. Those who walk during the day do not stumble because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble. He's not only talking about night when it's darkness, but the darkness within our souls, which has been, which, which need to be purged by the blood of Jesus because the light is not in them. After saying this, he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. The disciples think that Jesus is a little off. If he's fallen asleep, he's going to get better. He needs to sleep to get better. The disciples said to him, Lord, 
If he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought that he was referring merely to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us go, that we may die with him. And I tell you, they really, uh, he really didn't mean it. He was kind of sarcastic. We'll continue now. The 17th chapter. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had been in the tomb four days. That means the fourth day the body begins to corrupt in the Holy Land. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. She runs out to meet Jesus. While Mary stayed at home, she waits to be called. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you have only been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Mother had faith. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to Jesus, I know that he will rise again on the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection. Using the name of God, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord. She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. This Martha was no slouch. She gave the same answer as Peter at Caesarea Philippi. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. And when she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, the teacher is here and is calling for you. This is very interesting because I'm going to go back now to uh, Luke 10. And we're going to see the two sisters are just so different. Now, as they went on their way, 38, 10, 38, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. She ran out to the tomb fast. Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is only one thing necessary. Mary has chosen the better part and it will not be taken away from her. So we see again that Jesus and Mary uh, they uh, have a relationship 
that's so beautiful. Mary waits to be called. Martha runs out to meet Jesus. They had two different people. One is a contemplative, the other is an active. But I tell you, Mary of Bethany was also active. It's so important to know who you are. Running out to see Jesus, that's what I would do. I would do that. I wouldn't be waiting for him to call me. But Mary did. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, the teacher is here and he is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to Jesus. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought that she, Mary, was going to the tomb to weep there, but she was going to meet Jesus. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could he not have opened, could he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. In other words, the body begins to decompose on the fourth day. There will be a stench. In the King James, it says, He stinketh. Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? If you believed in Jesus, you would see the glory of God of him raising up Lazarus. So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus! come out the dead man came out his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth Jesus said to them unbind him I want to tell you Jesus did not unbind him the, the disciples and Mary and Martha they were the ones who would unbind him we need to hear that word that we need to unbind people by sharing with them who Jesus is and by praying with them that they would be healed. I tell you, unbind him. We need to unbind so many people, one at a time, 
one at a time. Somebody comes with cancer, they want to be healed. You can't blame them. They go to the best doctors, but they need prayer. God is telling us, unbind her. Unbind her. Unbind her. And let her go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come up with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. I would imagine many would believe in him. He raised Lazarus from the dead. Let me tell you, this is not the resurrection. This is a resuscitation. The resurrection takes place on the last day when Jesus comes and raises our bodies to be just like his glorified body. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what he had done and why. Who is going to stop the crowds now? The word gets around that Jesus raised the dead, the man who was dead, Lazarus, four days in the tomb. Now the Pharisees are going to get very angry. Oh yes, they're going to get very angry because they're afraid that their temple is going to be destroyed if the king Caesar finds out that uh, they're calling Jesus a king and they give up Jesus and their temple falls away anyway in the year 70. Whoever gives up Jesus loses, loses the fight, loses the fight. So the chief priests and the Pharisees called a meeting of the council and I tell you it was not a very uh, good meeting. They want to kill the Lord Jesus Christ. And they said, what are we to do? This man is performing many signs and if we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him and the Romans will come and destroy both our holy place, the temple, and our nation if word gets back to Caesar. Again, you give up Jesus, you're going to lose the temple. Year 70, the Romans destroyed it, not one stone upon another stone. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was the high priest uh, that year, said to them, you know nothing, nothing at all. You do not understand that it is better for you to have one man die for the people than to have the whole nation destroyed. He did not say this on his own, but being the high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was about to die for the nation. And not for the nation only, but for those who gather into one and of the dispersed children of God. So from that day on, they planned to put Jesus to death. They can't deal with it now. This is too big. He raises the dead. Everyone's talking about him. If Caesar finds out about this, he's going to close our temple and destroy our nation. We need to pray for the United States of America at this moment because we see North Korea launched another missile. We need to pray for the United States of America that God would give guidance to the President and to the Congress. We need to pray for the United States of America. Lord Jesus Christ, you who are the resurrection and the life, spare our country. 
We do not deserve it because we kill children, but spare us for the sake of your people who believe in you, who love you, and who say you are the Lord and they have surrendered their life to you. Oh yes, spare the United States of America for the sake of Jesus Christ, the Lord. Jesus therefore no longer walked about openly among the Jews. He went from there to a town called Ephraim in the region near the wilderness and remained there with the disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews now the Passover of the Jews was very near and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus. I tell you, the world is looking for Jesus. Everybody's looking for Jesus. They just don't know it. Their hearts have been made for Jesus and their hearts will be restless until they rest in Jesus. They were looking for Jesus and were asking one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think? Surely he will not come to the festival, will he? Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that anyone who knew where Jesus was should let them know so that they might arrest him. Imagine, he never did anything but good things. He raises the dead. He opens the eyes of a blind man. He heals the sick. He multiplies bread and fish with 12 baskets left over. He's only done good things. He's changed water into wine. He's done all these things, and only God knows how many more he did that are not recounted in this book. It tells us that at the end of the uh, Gospel of John many more things that Jesus did were they all recorded all the books in the libraries would never be able to contain them chapter 12 six days before the Passover that's Monday Jesus came to Bethany the home of Lazarus whom he had raised from the dead there they gave a dinner for Jesus Martha served, there she is, serving. And Lazarus was one of those at table with him. Oh, my gosh. If I were there, I would say, could you tell us what happened during those four days? Where were you? What was happening? Would you tell us? We need to know. Of course they wanted to know. Of course they wanted to know. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, the one who was about to betray Jesus, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He doesn't care about the poor. He's a thief. He held the the money he wants to rob the money and what does Jesus said he said this not because he cared about the poor but because he was a thief he kept the common purse and used to steal what was put in it Jesus said leave her alone she bought it so that she might keep it for the day of trial 
You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. That's really true. We always have the poor with them, but we don't always have Jesus, but he is with us today. He's with us in the Word. He's with us in the church. He's with us in the Blessed Sacrament. He's with us in the prophets. He's with us in the priests. He's with us in the community. Jesus Christ is with us today. You always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me physically, he means. When the great crowd of the Jews learned that he was there, they came not only because of Jesus, but also because they wanted to see Lazarus, whom he raised from the dead. So the chief priests planned to put Lazarus to death as well, since it was on account of him that many of the Jews were deserting and were believing in Jesus. The next day, the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, so they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young, a young donkey and sat on it as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified in the resurrection, they remembered all these things that were written of him and had been done to him. So the crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to testify. It was also because they heard that he had performed this sign that the crowd went to meet him. He raised people from the dead. I want to go and meet him. There's a experience that's happening. I don't know who's doing it. It seems to be of the Lord. They bring rose petals to this prayer session and the petals at the end of the session have pictures of the Lord, pictures of John Paul II that that wasn't there. So people are going to see that. See, this is an opportunity to preach the gospel, not only to see pictures on rose petals, to preach the gospel that Jesus Christ wants your life. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ called you to be his own, his own. Are you his own today? I have nothing but Jesus. I have nothing but Jesus. I have nothing but Jesus. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Yesterday we were looking at uh, the different stations that carry uh, in season and out of season and we decided to go off some of the stations because we are not getting the money to pay the bills I will not be in debt please help us so we don't go off the air Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston Mass 02128 or in season and out of season or in season dot net in season dot net go there and give a gift uh, to PayPal. We need to hear from you so that we don't go off stations. God bless you.